What's up, everybody? Hey. Hey. Welcome to another edition of Slightly More Podcast with your hosts, <laughs> Shane, say E. The, Christian. Say the, full, say the full name. Shane Patrick Cruz. And Christian Michael Clarelli, but you know me as Chris Michael, so let's just say that. And you know me as Shane Patrick Cruz. Do they? <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope they do. Whoever watches this. I don't yeah, we've had some people watch it. Listen, let's just pre uh preempt this. Preempt is that is yeah, that, yeah. yeah, preempt this by saying it is in a momento. Twelve thirty AM. I did not know that. Twelve thirty AM. So we've been going since nine AM mm-hmm. today. And then we're gonna sleep after this. Oh, yeah. Actually probably record some other ones, but Yeah, we're gonna record a couple other episodes, yeah. And then sleep. And then we're gonna wake up at like six thirty-seven. Yep, go do non-stop gigs. Literally from nine a.m. tomorrow until nine p.m. tomorrow night. And then I drive five, right back to yeah. I drive Richmond. all the way back. I won't get back until super late. Then five a.m. I wake up to go to the airport. I have to be at the airport at five a.m. So I'll probably wake up at four. Oh, and then it's I get a long weekend. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I go to I go to Florida Monday through Thursday, and then I get back. And as soon as I get back, I have a gig. Yeah. So this episode is something that I had originally uh, approached Chris about because I just had my own questions for it. You know, those of you that have watched this or that know me uh, know that I occasionally perform um, still, but I just don't really have a whole lot of time because of the business. But um, one of the questions that I always had was sound system. So something that I've learned from being with you in the shows is that you need a sound system even when you don't think you need a sound system. And let's talk about so, why that's important. Because yeah, please do. when you show up to a gig, um, you know, and they're paying a lot of money to have you there. Whether you're doing, even if you're doing small birthday parties in a living room or you're doing massive theaters, what in the theater setting, they're going to be providing speakers. So A, a lot of people won't have them. Then you're over here on the B side, you're on the birthday side. And a lot of people think, oh, well, they'll hear me without a sound system. It's really just about being prepared for any situation you walk into because that same birthday party could easily be moved outside where there's a lot of noise going on. Now no one can hear you. In the theater, their system might not be working and then no one can hear you. So it's always good to have a fallback. So even if you don't think you need one and you're pretty positive in that, hey, listen, it's good to have as a fallback. But even more than that, every single show I set mine up, uh, whether they provide one for me or not, whether it's a birthday party or not, it just adds this huge amount of value to have the sound system that you can run really high quality music out of. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying anything bad about Happy Amp. I'm just saying that Happy Amp, you know, the quality of what you're going to get from a Happy Amp, which is what a lot of performers use. What is a Happy Amp? Yeah, so a Happy Amp is like an all-in-one system. You get a mic and a, and a lavalier mic, like a, like a handheld mic, out of this little portable speaker that's like about the size of a toaster and a lot of magicians use it for birthday parties and stuff but it, okay. sa- it sounds tinny and old-fashioned and yeah you know it's just not as professional as showing up with something that's like you know legit yeah like a legit yeah. speaker and a mixing board and yeah. talk about why what all this is and why it's important for you to have but i cannot tell you how many times people are grateful that i brought it in and how much more expensive my show seems because i have that yeah so you know of course i had a bunch of questions on like which speaker do I buy? Which microphone do I buy? Do I need a mixing board? Like, there's price a, ranges. Yeah, price ranges. There's, um, you know, do I buy? A, do I need a sub and an actual speaker? Do mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. what kind of microphone do I need? Do I need more than one microphone? Do I need a microphone for me and a microphone for the guests? Like, do oh, I, you know, yeah. are there what, you know? Um, I've got answers for all these. Yeah, and so is there, uh, you know? 
What kind of wires do I need for that? Is there, do, you know, is there a way to set it up in a big room as opposed to a small room, or do you set it up the same all the time? Uh, what else? Uh, there's an app that you use that uh, to play the music. So then, what are the connections to use so that you can plug into the sound system so that you can run the music? Like, and so then, these are all questions that we're going to go through in this episode. We'll we'll go through them all and we'll simplify them and give you the best options. I'm going to tell you tried and true from. My circle of entertainers that I talk to on a regular basis is at least 12 to 13 of us. We all have decided what universally works the best for us, and we're all pretty confident that we're that we're that we're lining up on our decisions here. Yeah. Um, so, if 13 of us who independently have careers that we're pursuing magic, you know, full time, and we've tried all sorts of different things among us, uh, we found that what we're going to talk about today are the best and those practical options and also the best price ranges. Some of us have gone way up, some of us have gone way down. We found that we found the best the best place. Yeah, so we've already kind of established why you should bring a sound system with you. So what would you say is the first step in looking mm -hmm. at sound systems? What is it like what are the if you can't buy all of it yeah. at once and you're just starting out what are like the basics that you need to start with? Right, the first thing you're gonna to wanna to look at itself is the speaker, because really none of this other stuff matters if you don't have an uh, projection unit or amplification unit right. for that sound to come out of. Mm -hmm. um, so I have toured with uh, a bunch of different performers, actually, well, I, I mean, that's sort of true, but I really only toured with one other performer, Jester Jim, and he performed in these massive you know, uh, venues, and we always just used one 1,000 watt speaker, mm. no stand set up on the floor because it was easier for us. We didn't want to lug in, a, we didn't want to have to bring in all this extra equipment. If you've mm -hmm. ever seen a DJ come in, you know, that could easily be a load that you bring in on top of your right. additional show. Yeah. So we thought just keep it simple. Um, and having one speaker that's capable of doing both a small show and a large show is the best option for me personally because I know guys who have a small speaker for when they do small shows and a big speaker for when they do big shows but I'm doing gigs all the time I don't have time to swap those out I also yeah. have room in my car for two speakers so I yeah. just bring one and let me tell you people are afraid to put a giant speaker the size of you know you know this big inside of a living room I'm not. I just set it on the floor, I angle it up, and actually it looks nice, and people are ready to roll. Right. And there's a volume knob, so you can turn that volume way low so it's just as loud as a regular Bluetooth speaker if you need it to be. Yeah. You can also fill up the whole backyard if they end up moving it outside. Yeah. Um, so you're prepared. I, I, a thousand watt is pretty good, and there's a, there's a measurement for how many watts for how many people. Um, I would try not to go less than a thousand watts if you're looking at a speaker, but if you're really starting out, 800 watts is pretty good. A thousand watts will get you probably somewhere around 400 people inside and probably 200 people outside. So the speaker that I'm getting ready to start using has like a mixer built into it. So it, it basically has the amp built into it. Sure. So you don't have to have a separate amp. And that's a powered and speaker. Right. Yeah. So that seems to me like it would be much easier than having to carry around an amp and then yep. plug in an amp and then plug in all you know all this other stuff. I have to worry about all that. Um, your speaker does the same thing, right? Right. Yeah. So you're gonna have two options when you're initially looking at speakers. Um, you're gonna find that one speaker that is the exact same is much cheaper than a speaker you looked at just a moment ago. That's because one is a powered speaker and one is like I don't even know. What, uh, I'm forgetting the term for it. Um, or 
I guess a non-powered speaker. The powered speaker is the main speaker that runs and adjusts everything, and then the other speaker is the speaker you just run the line to, uh, a connection line essentially, to make the same sound come out of both. And a common misconception is if you get one of those speakers, you need two speakers, because we're so used to seeing one speaker on each side of the mm -hmm. stage. This is, this is, if you're doing music, yes, right? You want it to sound the best. You want the two speakers to be pointed towards the middle of the room so they come together in a cone and it sounds the best. Right. But for us, who typically are just playing music and using our voice, you know, we don't need it to sound, we don't, we don't need the music to come across, you know, in, in the, the highest form. Right. If it's a big part of your show, then definitely consider it. Yeah. Uh, but really, for me, it's, ma it's made no difference whether or not I use two versus one speaker because yeah. one speaker is plenty loud enough. In fact, I have to put my speaker on minus five volume most of the time, mm. you know, so, mm -hmm. um, and I think it goes up to like 30. Wow. So I'm on minus five most of the time, so I've been fine with that. All right, so speaker is the first thing. What's next? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, let's talk about speakers and, and the price range of a speaker. Um, a lot of people are looking at speakers. They get excited when they find a speaker for 60 bucks. That's probably a bad sign. Yeah. The best place you want to be in a speaker where I've, where me and my friends have found, when you're starting out, 250 is a really good one to start out with, but eventually that one will give in. A $250 speaker does not last. Um, a 12 inch speaker is the size speaker that I use. 12 inches, um, that, that's not the size of the casing, that's the right, size the of the actual, actual speaker, speaker itself. Inside, yeah. So it will be bigger than 12 inches. Um, so a 12 inch speaker for me, that's a thousand watts is the best. I use an EV one and that one costs me probably about 400 bucks. Uh, for me, this has been the absolute best one I've ever had. Super reliable, super durable, super, well, lightweight is relative because- well, What's the brand again? EV. EV. Mm -hmm. Electro voice. Where can you get that? Um, so I actually go to Guitar Center for a lot of this mm -hmm. stuff for multiple reasons I'm going to touch on later, but I'll just give you a brief little rundown of it. Guitar Center, you can get uh, pro coverage on things, so if something breaks, you can return it and get a new one mm -hmm. right there on the spot, no questions asked. Um, they're super good about it. I've had no problems, and it's fairly affordable to get pro coverage. Plus, Guitar Center also has tons of other things you might need while you're in there, extra cables, extra cords, right. and they sell a brand called Livewire, which I'm sure Livewire you can get anywhere. Livewire guarantees their wires for life. If any moment your wire stops working, bring it to car Guitar Center, set it on the counter, and they'll give you a brand new one you just walk out with the store with yeah. it. It is absolutely awesome and a lifesaver, especially when on the road. I always, if I have a big gig coming up, actually, whenever I travel out of the state, I always look up where the nearest guitar center is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so speakers, what's next? Um, what's next for me, uh, or, and probably most people, is the microphones. Yeah. Now, I usually think what comes next is a mixing board, but we'll talk about why I use a mixing board and why you don't necessarily need to later. Um, the microphones that you're gonna wanna have, most magicians would prefer an over-the-ear microphone. The reason I right. prefer this over a lavalier is because when you're moving around doing tricks and stuff, you, you know, your arm's gonna be touching it, right. you're gonna get a lot of this yeah. crunching yeah, mic sound. Noise. Mic noise, yeah. The, yeah. It can fall off a little easier, it's not as appealing to have. Right. So, I like the over-the-ear ones. Just a personal choice, I know that Zach Alexander, a good buddy of mine, likes the big puffy ones. Um, I don't, I like a nice, subtle, skin tone Yeah, one. that's the kind I'm getting rid of, because I have the big puffy one and I don't like it. I don't have Do the speaker with in you? here with me. Yeah, I've got a couple. But you have the mic though. Yep. I got a couple mic. of options here. This is a toiletry bag, by the way. Yeah, I use for sound take, equipment. Yeah. Um, but super nice toiletry bag, if I do say so. And I got it all nice and organized. This is the one that I like, but I've got two here. I'll pop this one first. Uh, this right here, super subtle. Comes right up to the corner of my mouth, which is where you want it. You want it to be right at the corner of your mouth. 
Um, I like that it's flesh toned. It's it's just for me, it fits my style a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but there are some that are a little bit bulkier, which I think I probably have in there. If not, that's somewhere nearby. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the one that I use most often. I'm missing the windscreen from it, but. It yeah, it kept falling off a couple last couple shows. Yeah, yeah, I, and it's gonna make my next couple shows not sound so great, but that's fine. Um, now this is a $20 Pile omnidirectional microphone. What omnidirectional means is it's picking up sounds from every direction, not just one side of it. Some of them only pick up the, the one coming from right out of your mouth, that mm -hmm. side. Um, yeah, this one's awesome because it goes over both my ears, so it's a little bit more stable. Um, when I'm on stage, you can barely see it. Yeah. And the windscreen is flesh-toned. It's not really that bulky. The wire, I run down my back, uh, either underneath my vest, under my jacket, mm -hmm. or if I'm not wearing either of those, under my shirt. Mm -hmm. I loop it around my belt a couple times and click it in, and I am good to go. Yeah. And that actually plugs into this right here. Um, this is a wireless transmitter. The transmitter is like a walkie-talkie, essentially. There's channels that you input, um, and it syncs to this, which is a wireless receiver. Um, the system that I use and a lot of my good friends use because I recommended it is a BLX14. So, sure. BLX? Mm -hmm. BLX14. Okay. Sure. B as in boy. L as in lion. Larry. Larry. Yeah. X as in xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, lion. You're, you're thinking about the military. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I, I used to know the military alphabet, but sure, BLX14 system. It automatically comes with one of these, one of these. Um, I think it comes with the power pack for this, obviously. Right. And then um, you get a microphone that's a little bit bulkier and bigger. This cost me about 20 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. I will be honest with you, I have to replace this fairly often, not because of the windscreen, just because when I, when I whenever you sweat a lot or just in general mm. over you know any use or if it's humid outside, these will stop to work. I usually keep about one to two extra of these in my car. So how often though do you replace it? Um, for me, maybe once every three months. Um, yeah, but you gotta figure you're doing, let's just say you're doing 20 shows a month and sometimes it's more than that, but yeah. you know, that's 80 shows that now. Yeah, yeah, so, so 80 shows. So like 80 to 100 shows, you're replacing that, which is a lot. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of shows. It, de it depends. Like if you sweat more, you're gonna have to replace it more. If you're working right. more outside, you have to replace it more outside. There's, yeah. been, there's been times where I've bought one and then two days later I had to replace it. It just it, it's nature of the game. That's why I always right. keep two extras in my car. Plus I have this one, which is a nice hundred dollar one. I don't like it because it falls off my ear too often, mm. but I keep it as a backup. Always have a backup handy. That's yeah. another thing. If you're gonna buy microphones, whether it's a handheld or an over-the-ear one always come with a backup because you can have a whole system but if one component goes down the whole thing goes down I, I, I will point out that a lot of these a lot of these receiver systems that you can buy automatically come with two different two separate um, transmitters you yep. know like two separate ones of these that plug into the so if you only use one mic then you've automatically got a backup built in right yeah yeah um, I actually use this and I use a wired mic. I prefer wired mics, like a handheld mic, because they sound better. Now, why do I have a handheld mic when I use this? Um, I am a beatboxer. I beatbox in my magic show, if you didn't know that. So yeah. that is a huge part of it. The other thing is I want to have something for the audience right. to talk into, like volunteers, to make sure people can hear them, so I'm being respectful. And also for a lot of the comedy. Sometimes a lot of my punchlines or things that I want to accent, I pick up the microphone. Mm -hmm. And for control, when you're working with kids' shows, a lot of times they know when I talk into that microphone, things are getting serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so if I'm like, Daniel, stop touching that. <laughs> Daniel, stop touching that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it, it helps with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
I've never told what a kid is this, this. What does this system run you, the Shure system? So this is probably going to be about 300 bucks. Yeah, um, but about it is, the same as the speaker. Yeah, super duper worth it. I mean, this is the most, and you don't need, uh, this will go into any system. So actually, this will go into any theater system, whether you're at Madison Square Garden or you're in someone's backyard. This will work. Like the plug in through the XLR. Yep. So you got a, you got a few different options. This is this little funky thing is an XLR, um, and then you've got a quarter inch. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of times you can plug in directly to their mixing board. Yep. Through this. A, a lot of DJs don't happen to have these types of microphones. So whenever mm -hmm. I'm at a gig, I just plug this right into the DJ system, and I'm good to go. Um, or I'll set up my entire system just and run it on my own, yeah. separate from him. Um, so this is awesome because literally. Every venue in the entire world I've ever been to has had some sort of way for me to hook this into. Yeah. And I'm assuming if they wouldn't, I would just put my speaker up. So. Yeah. We've got people. We're in the lobby of the hotel that we're staying in right now. <laughs> if you, uh, hopefully it's not coming through, but they're like vacuuming in the background. <laughs> but we're here closing time. Yeah, it's like 1 a.m. Like we said. You got a few different cord options too for for cord ends. I don't even know if you'll be able to pick this up. I don't. I I think this is XLR. As That's well. a, it's a mini XLR. Yeah, mini XLR. Um, this is different than a mini XLR because instead of four prongs, it's three. three. Yeah, a lot of well, a lot of them are three prong. Um, this is a three point five millimeter. Yeah, at, and some extra for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris made a good point to me just before camera turned on because I'm getting ready to buy one of the over the flesh colored over the year because I have the big black one that comes around which I don't like. Um, a lot of times, well, you can go on Amazon and just buy the over-the-ear part that connects like this, but make sure you get you get one that has the same kind of connection point that your, transmitter. your transmitter. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you'll be at a loss. Yeah. You'll, and yeah. Even I mean, if, they could probably you could probably get an adapter, but yeah, like just about that's to say, just the adapters suck. They because because this fits in here so well and securely when you're right. doing a show and yeah. over, you're gonna knock that adapter or yeah. bend it. I've I've used adapters before and I've never used a good one. So. Yeah. All right. So now do you want to talk? Handheld mics. Okay. Handheld mics. So the handheld mic, the one that I found um, is the industry standard, and I'm sure anybody in sound will agree to this. Um, the SM58. The Sure. Oh, Sure. Sure SM58. Sure is S H U R E. Fantastic brand for um, microphones. I literally always, 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 always put my microphone back in my bag. I think I left it on a table, and so I had to go back and throw it in my bag quickly, but I usually keep it in this little leather case. Pull it out. This is the Shure SM58. Um, obviously, you can tell it's been used a lot. My capsule's a little bit beat up. I mm. dropped it on the floor a few times, but you know what? These are replaceable, the, yeah. the caps. Um, this is a nice, it feels good in the head, it's high quality. Yeah. The sound on this one is the, is the best out there for the price that you're going to get. There's no use going crazy on it unless you're a professional singer. You know, this is going to do the job for most of your speaking, even some light singing. Mm -hmm. And for beatboxing, I use this thing right here. Um, it's not wireless. I have one that's wired that I plug my, um, my, uh, XLR yeah, into input, and it, yeah. yep, and it runs all the way to another XLR, and I have like a hundred foot cable, which is way too no, maybe fifty feet. Fifty, I think it's fifty. Feet, I have yeah. a fifty foot cable. It's it's ridiculously long. Yeah. Um, and cool. This is what I beatbox with. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Um, the next thing that I want to talk about is playing music. Um, I have tried all sorts of systems for music. We've done uh, Audio Ape. Uh, which is a huge one for performers, which I really, really, really recommend if you have an iPhone, getting Audio Ape. 
Um, Audio Ape is essentially like one of these, um, except a little bit smaller. And you can't uh, see that sound. There you go. Yep, a little bit smaller, um, with some antennas that come up, and it hooks into a clicker that connects to your phone, mm. and the clicker in your pocket is used to cue music, go back or forward. You mean like an app in your phone? Yeah, it's an app okay. in your phone that you can fully control when you fade in, when you fade out music, all from just the touch of the button in your pocket. It is awesome. I don't have an iPhone. I am an Android peer, and so... Um, so here's my question. Are you getting ready to say your Android app works the same way? No. It's a start and a stop? It doesn't work like that. So my question is... you can program is, Audio Ape to function any way you want. Well, so my question is... You know, if we, if we, it's like this gnat flying around me. Um, if you press start, you know, say it starts that song. When you press stop, if you press start again, does it start that same song? No, it'll, it'll automatically is, move to the next. So whenever you press stop, it'll just stop that song. You can it'll choose. automatically repeat, go to the next one. Yeah, you can choose. You can say, do okay. I forward That's to the next That's been something one? I've been just curious no, about. No, man, you, you. Starting, because I want to use music in my shows, but... You got it down to a science now, like you just you I put see. it in your pocket. You just don't even think about it. You just know where to hit it yeah, and when to, to hit it, it and like and how. And yeah, man, that's a lot to think about. Uh, it is, and it's miscue. We call it miscueing when you miss your. And let me yeah. tell you, it's a it's a flat moment in the room when you miscue a song, <laughs> and uh, you like you know you, something vanishes or something appears or you reveal something and then all of a sudden, There's that's it. Yeah. yeah, that was that was my late night attempt at crickets. Is that what that was? I thought that was sirens. That too. <laughs> that it's too. Like the special version of siren crickets. Here's my um, Apache. Box. What is that? This is a gun case, but it's. Uh, yeah. What is that? What is what's in it? I'll show you. Wait, are we still talking? Is this going with the app? Yeah, so okay. um, well, I, in here's all my loose wires. Uh, I've got obviously XLR to quarter inch, and you, let's talk about this real quick. You're gonna want to have extra. Um, you're gonna have extra connections for every possible outcome that you can think of. Like I've got an extra 3.5 to 3.5. I've got an extra quarter inch to XLR, XLR to XLR. Yeah. Um, because you never know what equipment they're gonna have. Yeah. But, you know, them being the venue or the DJ, you always want to be prepared to to plug anything into you know, something that you may not be used to using. Mm -hmm. So um, just try to, you know, try to get as many versatile cords as you can and just have them. I don't like to go super long on the extra ones that I don't really need that much. I keep them about this length, which is probably three feet. Yeah. Um, you want to always have them though. There's, I've used every single one at least once, which is a good sign, mm -hmm. uh, meaning that I haven't wasted my money. Everyone has actually come in handy at some point. Yeah. I'm pretty good at finding workarounds with this stuff, plus I have my own mixing board. If I didn't have my own mixing board, I'd be using the extra cables I purchased a lot mm -hmm. more. So for me, I think I have an extra 3.5, quarter inch to quarter inch, XLR to XLR, and XLR to quarter inch. Um, these ones are really commonly used. Uh, you might want to go ahead and, and pick up a, maybe two of these, which yeah. I have two of these. So. Um, this is the power cord for my Shure system. This is the power cord for my speaker. Um, and here's what we're talking about right here. This is a Logitech Bluetooth adapter. It essentially takes any speaker and gives it Bluetooth capability. If you're buying a speaker with Bluetooth capability built in, you're actually paying a lot more for that um, capability and you're paying a lot less for the quality of the speaker at that point. Mm, meaning, okay. meaning the quality diminishes because they have Bluetooth in it, and they're selling it for the same price. Mm, yeah. Because um, a, a speaker with Bluetooth built in is pretty expensive. This little thing. Now, I've bought some of these that do the exact same thing for two hundred bucks. This is the one that works the best. 
This one, 20 bucks. Literally, I could probably walk anywhere around this entire hotel lobby, which is pretty big, and I will still be picked up on. Uh, I can actually walk outside of some buildings and I'll still be connected. It's absolutely insane. You get a full, can you get it off Amazon? You can get it off of Amazon, yep, prime yeah. shipping. Boom. And I got yeah. coverage on this too, which I've never used, but um, I actually purchased a second one and forgot I had coverage on it. But um, So if you're watching this, of course, you're more than likely going to be watching this on YouTube. Um, and I'll put the links for all this stuff if there's an Amazon link or yeah, whatever yeah. it is down in the comments. Sure. Um, use those links and uh, it'll, be, it'll be super easy. At least check it out. Like click on the links and look at them, read the reviews and find out more about it. Find out if it's for you. Yeah. So um, this actually connects to a... It's quarter inch, quarter inch into my sound system, and then it goes to a 3.5 in the back here. So you can, most aux cords will connect this to any speaker or sound system, um, but I am totally happy using my 3.5 to quarter inch. Wait, where does it plug in from? Oh, sorry, right here. Let me show you what the cord that connects to. Oh yeah, the aux. So my speaker system that I'll be using has an aux connection. So it literally can plug in from here. From the aux in here to the aux in there, right? Yep. Through th that's 3.5, the small one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, right yeah. here is the cord. Um, this is poorly wrapped because I do a lot of shows and I have to get in and out of gigs, so uh, apologize for my horrible wrapping skills. Here we go. And okay, yeah. Push that. Cool. Sweet. And I press this little button, connect to my Bluetooth on my phone, just like any other Bluetooth uh, device, and bam. Now, if you don't use it, if you click the button to connect the, to the Bluetooth and you don't use your phone for, say, 10 minutes, does this automatically disconnect? Nope. It stays connected till you turn it off? Till I turn it off. Oh, or wow. until okay. I turn Bluetooth off on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Sweet. Yep. Uh, okay. Let me move this off to the side. And actually, so since we're talking about the Bluetooth, why do I use Bluetooth to connect to my phone? It's so that I can cue music. And I'll just show you that up right now. Um, just uh, in general, my phone's not on airplane mode, and so excuse any notifications that come across. Um, right here, my music. It's going to happen constantly. Um, a new update. So this is me with my show. Um, if I, I actually, let me walk you through the whole process. This big green button here, when I press it, it cues a song. Right, and then when I need to fade it out, press the green button again, and it fades. Now I have this set for most of the songs that I need, except for at some point, um, I'll get to a song where I don't need to fade, which is this next song here, and I just have it set to run the whole way through. Mm. It won't fade out because every single time the song plays all the way through. Yeah. The next song is set to automatically cue without me needing to press the button because I know my act down. I got my act down pretty much yeah. um, to where I know that right after this song, I don't have time to press the button again because my hands are busy. So it automatically cues the next song right after the song ends. In fact, I could show you that right now. All right. And the next song begins. And then now this one, I can fade out. Now, how do I do this during my show without holding my phone in my hand? Um, I actually turn rotation off so that it doesn't rotate in my pocket. And then my Android has an option to turn the navigation bar off. So literally the only thing that I can press on the screen is go and stop. This, actually I'm gonna stand up so you can see, goes into my pocket, face down like this. I also set my phone to stay unlocked as long as it's connected to Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And I just know that anywhere in this bottom quarter, when I press the button, 
through my pants. It'll cue. Yeah. And then press it again to stop it. So during yeah. the show, all I need to do is drop my hand down to my side, give it a quick press, music yeah. cues, and music stops. I'll and like, I've seen you sometimes, like you have your case set up, you'll just prop it up in your case. Yep. And as you're grabbing another prop, you hit yeah, the hit, button and sometimes, roll on. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Um, I also have, uh, I usually set my phone okay. to increased Sorry, I set my phone to increase sensitivity because yeah. um, I have to tap not only the screen but also through my pants, yeah. which are a little bit thicker. Um, so increased sensitivity helps with that. I've also just got used to using my phone with increased sensitivity now. So yeah. um, cool. This app is called Audio Cues. It's for Android. Um, literally spelled exactly how you think. Audio Cues. The app icon is a. Does it cost anything? Um, this one is free, but I paid $3.99 to get access to more than 10 songs. If your show is 10 songs or less, or 10, 10 cues, sorry, 10 cues meaning start and fade. Right, That's right, right. two cues. Oh, okay. Um, you, you pay like four bucks, but four bucks for yeah. a super a great professional system. show. Yeah. Um, it's audio cues. It's the one in the bottom right there. That might be out of focus, but... Uh, I'm sorry, you do okay. it right there. Yeah. So... Um, the next thing I, I you, is a must-have. You have. want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I will. I will definitely talk okay. about it. Uh, I just want to say, because I'm looking at my bag and I see it, an extension cord. Yeah. An extension cord yeah. is a must-have. And yeah. a surge protector. Surge protector and extension cord. I actually have an extension cord that has, it's just one cord, but it has three mm -hmm. It has three separate like plug-ins on it. So it branches off to three. Like, the like instead of one plug at the end yeah, you yeah plug it into, branches out it branches out to three actually i have an adapter that turns my one into three yeah but also i found that i need a minimum of five outlets four mm. for my show and one extra in case i want to charge my phone or somebody else needs to plug something in oh, excuse I, me Sorry, I like it's be, late <laughs> yeah i like to be courteous and, and have an extra one available yeah um, okay so this right here is my mixing board I wanted to go back and talk about how this was my old system, but it's not. This is a new one. My, my car got broken into, and all the sound equipment that I'm breaking out was literally stolen from my car. A few months ago, yeah. A few months ago, so I had to replace all of it. So I'm not familiar with uh, exactly what this one is called. It says a Zenny Q80 2 USB. Ooh, that's a Made by Behringer. X-E-N-Y-X. Hold on, once. X E N Y X Q eight zero two USB. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, I need a minimum of two mic inputs. Mm -hmm. One for my wireless mic that goes over my face. One for my handheld mic. This quarter, these quarter inches. This is for my music. I have two open slots which I've never ever once used. And then the output. This goes runs to my speaker. Speaker. So yep. your quarter. These these right here. You're running into that little. Bluetooth device? Yep, this runs into my little Bluetooth device. Wait, but you're, you're plugging, why then do you use this and the 3.5? What do you Because you said you plug in the 3.5 into that little aux point. Yep, because. So why are you using these and do you have to use both? No, look, man. So, aux point is to you. It's just two quarter inches. This is what the other end of the plug looks like. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Uh, well, because I saw red and white on there. So oh, I thought, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have another option. I actually have that cord with me right now in here. Um, it's just a RCA, which is what these little right. red and white plugs are. If you yeah. haven't played a Nintendo, <laughs> right. it's the same yeah. ones that go there. So, boom. so what's the advantage of using 
both are of the RCAs or just the auxiliary input? It's just what, what's available to go on my mixing board. Okay. Um, if All my right. mixing board had a had a had an auxiliary port, I would plug just it in plug there. Just plug in the aux. Um, yeah. My speaker does, but I like to be able to control the bass. So, so let's talk about why I use a mixing board in the first Excuse place. Excuse me, man. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> so, um, just like tacos, man. Yeah, we had great tacos after the event. I had a duck taco. Yeah. And a and a pork pork, pork, pork belly. belly pork belly taco. Good. Anyways. So the reason why we use a mixing board in the first place is because I want to have greater control over A, like the bass, mm -hmm. the treble, the mids. I like to have control over all that, especially with the beatboxing. It really mm -hmm. helps. Every room has a different sound to it, and you really want to adjust for each room. So your speaker system that you have, even though it's on the back, you don't want to, every gig you get to, get in there and tweak it a little bit to find what's right. best for you. You'll find some pretty much like defaults that you tend to go to way more often than others. Um, but in those cases, you know, you just kind of leave it on that. That's how you set it up when you get to the gig. Hear it, listen to it, tweak it just slightly. Other rooms you're going to need to tweak it in a big way. Yeah. Um, I also like to boost the bass on my music a little bit. I also, in a lot of cases, my speaker won't allow one input to be much louder than another. For instance, if I, I'm using a, something, my headset mic for some reason is so much more quiet than my handset, my, my handheld mic. With this mixing board, that doesn't matter. I can turn one way up and turn one way down. In fact, mm. my my microphone for my headset goes to about halfway volume. My handheld microphone goes all the way up, plus a little bit of gain and compression. Mm. Um, why? I don't know. I'm just play with these knobs and find out what works the best for me. Yeah. Um, a little bit of bass helps with the beatboxing. Um, a little bit of gain just to get the volume up a little bit. Um, good to go. Everything else I keep in Unity. Unity means. Um, the default setting right there in the middle, that's Unity. I keep everything else in Unity except for my music with the bass slightly up. So it's literally just whatever my beatboxing sounds good on, I just t literally turn these knobs till it sounds good. Um, that I wish there was a better answer for you. Yeah. Usually it's cut the mids a tiny bit, turn up the bass a bit, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then my, my other thing that I'll do is take my music volume and turn the knob for the lows, meaning the bass, up a little bit, and if I'm talking to a big room and I can tell that my voice is really echoey and tinny, I'll actually usually turn either the bass down or the treble down, whichever room. I, th mm. I think it's the treble I usually turn down, so my, yeah. the the bass carries a little bit more, right? And set it so it's not echoey and tinny and annoying, right? So, okay, cool. Um, good, good piece. Main volume. You can adjust the volume separately from your speaker, which is really awesome. Sometimes I don't even want to mess with my speaker volume, so I'll turn this way down or way up. Um, it's just a lot more easy for me to walk over to my show uh, when I'm doing a show, quickly crouch and knock that one down yeah. versus flipping my speaker up and playing with the knob. This is just a simple, just walk over, crouch it, knock it, and we're good. Yeah, the speaker system that I have, it's a, it, the only thing, it's big. Like The good thing about Chris's is, even though the speaker's inside is you know 12 inch, the actual speaker itself is probably only two feet long by, it might be two and a half feet long by like two feet wide. The speaker that I'll be using for this next show is like, it's a big sub that's like two and a half by two and a half by two and a half. And then it's a tall skinny speaker, but on the back of that skinny speaker, um, it has a master volume so I can just, Hit that real quick. Great. Yeah. 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 I don't like relying on the speakers to adjust because the thing with the speaker is a lot of the time you're going to adjust mids, bass, all this, and it adjusts on all your things. For instance, for me, the music, I might want the bass up, but on my voice, I might want it down. Um, you can't really adjust those levels separately unless you yeah. have a mixing board. Well, and no, so the speaker that I have, it's got 
It's got um, three lines. Oh yeah, that's it's great. It's got three lines in the back. So one line is for like the lob mic, one line is for the handheld, one line is, and then it's got an aux with its own set of um, knobs that you can turn too. So backing so it's up, all, it's all separate. Yeah, backing up a little bit, let's talk about some things here. So just to give you just some basic knowledge, this mixing board is actually a, is like a, I mean it's a small mixing board compared to most mixing boards, but in terms of like a travel mixing board, this is like a medium sized one. Yeah. You can get some that are super small, like just the size of this strip at the yeah. top, mm -hmm. or you can get some that are just like half of it like this. Mm -hmm. um, you gotta find what capabilities you need. I like to have the two extra ones just in case I ever do need them. I know that I need these two, and I know that I need one for music. Um, so this for me is the size that I really like, um, but you have to find out what works best for you. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would tell people is, um, same thing with a speaker, the amount of inputs you have on a speaker and the amount of capabilities you have to adjust, it depends on your show. Like, if you really only need one input and you only use an overhead mic, that's great, you know, do that. However, I would encourage you to, if you're making a purchase like this, purchase with the intention to grow. Because yeah. you never know what your show might, you know, you might end up using. Um, and also, in the case that this isn't working or something else is going wrong, I can at least still get my speaker to use these two lines for my voice, mm -hmm. my, my handheld mic, and then also there's a little quarter inch for the for the audio in the back. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Obviously, power strip. Yep, the power yeah. strip right here. Um, I was pausing because I thought you were going to say something about it. No. Um, for me, this is one, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, this was bought for me from a from a client. I left mine at another gig, and I quickly asked him to run out and get this. He got it super fast for me. I usually like to have one that's got USB ports so that I'm not mm. taking up any space to right. plug phones into. Yeah. Um, for me, that's something that's super useful. Um, but yeah, as long as I have four, I'm good. And like I said, I like to have one extra. Also, surge protectors are safe, and um, usually a venue would prefer you to use this over anything else um, because it will never, or at least rarely, start a fire. Yeah. Um, so these are a must-have. I like a black one because the white ones do show wear and get really dirty and kind of nasty looking. Mm -hmm. um, so a white one's not really the way to go. Uh, this is just one that was handed to me in a pinch, and I haven't had time to run out and grab another one. Um, so yeah, a nice black one with some USB ports is, is awesome. Make sure it's reliable. Yeah. Most of these are, are pretty standard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and think about, th this is actually some little things that people don't think about. This plug is a pain because it usually has to go on the bottom plug. If there's two things mm. plugged into an outlet, I could really only get this in the bottom one. It's nice to have the ability to plug it in anywhere that it needs to be. Um, so just keep in mind when you're buying plugs, like the, the more versatility and flexibility that you can have, the better. Because most of the time when something can go wrong with sound, it will go wrong. Yeah. Um, that's the reason why I'm, I'm covered in so many different areas. And, and really and really being super careful about this stuff because one component goes wrong and everything comes under. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and when you have a strong voice and strong sound system, it's easier for people to respect you. They really feel like it's a bigger show. Really, it pulls people together more, and it, it just makes it feel like a more total package. So even if you think you don't need a sound system, I would highly, highly, highly recommend trying one out, and it will change your life. Your show will go from zero to 100 like that. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to cover with this? No, not with that. What else you got? Um, really, that's it. So that's I've, it? Okay. So I've got my speaker system. I've got my wireless mic over the head, my handheld mic, this uh, mixing board, plus my Logitech Bluetooth adapter, and then all the little extra bells and whistles, um, all the music runs for my phone. Yeah. And it might seem complicated for somebody who's 
get just now getting into this, but for me, this is a super basic system, and it all fits right inside of just a Bam. sport duffel bag. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I got my my 12-inch speaker. So. Right. That's it. Yeah. Sweet. Anything else? That's it. That's it.